Welcome back, y'all, to episode 90 of the Zachary Wingate podcast, where we go 365 days bringing you a podcast every single day. Nothing is off the table, where we cover all topics. Nothing is off the table. And I cannot believe I've been doing this for 90 days straight. I wish I could tell you I've learned something, but uh, I learned that consistency gets you plays. Right now we're around 280 listens for 90 podcasts. So I guess that's decent. Um, we have 13 audience members. We have multiple countries listening. So thank you. I'm hoping to get to a thousand audience listeners and I can do this full time. But you never know. So right now we are where we are. So let's get into the podcast of the day. Okay, so I really want to get into this topic and kind of investigate it a little bit more. So obviously everyone knows Elon Musk has purchased Twitter and... There's a lot of people talking about Twitter impact, Elon Musk, you know, Elon Musk buying Twitter for $44 billion. But first of all, the first thing I want to say is it's not only Elon Musk, but I want to read kind of some of these headlines and news to just go over how ridiculous it can be. It says, Elon Musk claims he's buying Twitter to help humanity, quotation marks. The Elon Musk Twitter deal back on the surprise U-turn. Wait, hold on one second. Um, Elon Musk plugs Twitter into chaos here for midterms. Tesla stock has dropped more than 35%. Elon Musk set fire record half of Twitter's workers. Um, buy your own identity on Twitter. Twitter users over stock notice layoff as Elon Musk take over Rock's company. Elon Musk Twitter is a moment celebrating for many. Elon closes deal to acquire Twitter to top executives. So, you know, these are just kind of the rough one, but some of them are getting into a little bit more things like, you know, like, you know, what CNN is calling is Twitter. Elon Musk Twitter has seen a massive drop in revenue as more brands pause ads. Twitter's ads fact decline, new boss, employees sue Twitter. Twitter has taken control. I mean, Elon Musk has taken control over Twitter. And okay, so it's like this whole world went and it's like, whoa. Okay, Elon Musk has owned Twitter or purchased Twitter and for a little over a week. But here's what I want to break down. First of all, what people seem to not understand is there are other stakeholders involved in Twitter. So I'm going to give you the top five stakeholders. The first one is the Vanguard Group. Okay, The Vanguard Group has about $8 trillion in assets. And when you look at the Vanguard Group, they own multiple things. Okay. We're going to break down the number one stockholders that they're a part of, right? So obviously what they have is they have Pepsi-Cola. They're the number one. They're a stakeholder. They're the, the company's largest stakeholder is the Vanguard Group holding 8.9 of PepsiCo, okay? Then you have Disney. So the biggest stakeholder of Disney is the Vanguard Group, which is an investment firm, okay? How much does Amazon, does Vanguard own? Well, they own 0.642% of Amazon, all right? Johnson & Johnson, they own 0.888%, okay? Microsoft 
and they own Apple. So they have about 25% of Apple. Um, how much does Vanguard own in Netflix? So currently Vanguard is owning roughly, owns a quarter of all Netflix shares, all right? You see the point? Like, the you know, Vanguard also approximately holds 5% of Walmart. It owns percentages of Ford, Disney. Like, the Vanguard group in itself is the number one owner of Twitter, and they own all of these companies. And they also adhere to the concept of the ESG score, which is the new thing coming out for the environmental, social, and governance score. Go check it out. But they have like a whole rhetoric of what they want their ESG score to be. Um, you know, and it's like, that's number one. And number two is Elon Musk. Okay, he, he owns about 0.9% shares of the company. Okay, Vanguard owns 103 Morgan Stanley, BlackRock, which is a huge investor as well, and Stanley Shee Cooper. So you're looking at all the, within these companies, they represent other people, okay? And for just... That's the stakeholders up the front of Twitter. But who invested with Elon Musk is there's multiple companies that invested with Elon Musk, okay? One of them is the Million Management LLC. And they are, they have, you know, and they just, they really represent private investors. So New York, Dubai, Dublin, those are the off Geneva, Hong Kong, Miami, London, Paris, you know, Tel Aviv, Singapore, offices all over the world, all right? Then you have capital management, and you can't see anything on their website. All you can do is log in, but they own a piece of Twitter along with Elon Musk. And then you look at Greenlight Capital, okay, which is another investment firm owning a part of Twitter as well, you know? And you're looking at these different things, and it's like the real story isn't really what Elon Musk is going to do to Twitter, it's how has investment firms taken so much of what we provide, consume, and absorb every single day, like the Vanguard Group? You know, no one's really talking about it. It's like, and if we look at some of the, the data points on Twitter, it's like Twitter doesn't even really turn a profit. I mean, I think it's made $5 billion last year, and $4.5 billion of that was as a result of ads, Okay. So, and then when you look at it and you look at kind of some of who is on what platform, Facebook has 2.5 billion. So when people are saying Facebook is dying, I'm not quite sure. YouTube has 2 point. WhatsApp has 1.6 billion. Instagram has 1.3 billion. All right. TikTok has 73 million. Do you want to know where Twitter is out of all the social media apps in the whole world? Twitter is at the bottom with Quora. With only 397 million active users on Twitter. Okay, think about that. You know, it's like you're not having all these people interacting with Twitter. I mean, it's like a low percentage. You know, and if you look at some of the stock prices, it originally opened at $26. And now Twitter is changing at 133 And I remember the day that that happened. And I thought I was going to invest in it, but I didn't. Because... Social media investments are always, you don't ever know what they're going to do. But had I invested what I had now, I would have a lot of money. But I digress. Um, the point I'm trying to make, though, is you look at all this stuff with Elon Musk. And it's like Elon Musk is a businessman. And he's going to change the model of Twitter to make more money. That's why he's kind of opening up potentially with these blue mark checkpoint memberships where you pay $8 a month. All right. And then it was $20 a month. So they have to find different ad revenue because Elon Musk is not the only investor. And it's like, 
I don't know why no one's covering that. It's like people just want to, this is what I'm talking about. It's the same thing with the Kyrie Irving thing. I mean, obviously he was out of line, but the media just wants to get micro, put one thing under a microscope and blow it up. It's like, let's look at the whole story that Vanguard, which invests in all these different companies from the food you eat, from what you drink to what you absorb. And it's like, how do they not have a monopoly? How is nobody breaking up Vanguard Group or holding them accountable? Or how do we not hear about them? The same thing with BlackRock. These are the two largest investment firms, okay? Vanguard even has investment percentages within Johnson & Johnson, all of these companies, okay? There's, there's, you know, if you look at it, there's 300 million investors globally, okay? And they kind of put it into a consortium and they invoke and they do everything, and then now they're following these ESG scores based on investment, and it's like, who, I mean, how can you really hold, in my opinion, I don't quite understand if it's going to work, environment, social, and governance, so you're looking at these criteria based on how a company governance their employees, I mean, and within that, there'll be kickbacks in certain investments and what they're making, but, you know, if the Vanguard Group is behind this, and they want to be a part of it, and they're owning Twitter, you know, there's a potential aspect that they could run that and it's like why is nobody covering that you know why why is elon musk the the head of it because elon musk has the optics he walks into twitter with the sink um with the pun intended let that sink in but it's like where's everybody from vanguard where's all the investors why are you just showing up it's not like i mean you one person have sole ownership but you don't have all the stakes you know it's like so must this is really what it's saying about it so Twitter disclosed on April 24th that he held 37% million shares, representing 9.2 shares in the company. Oh, this might be old. Yike. But even if, no, this is from today. So even, like, the point is, is, like, Tesla's, Elon Musk is the CEO of Tesla, okay? He's taking over Twitter. He's trying to kind of influence it. And then you're looking at what happens when you peel back the hood of Twitter. Like, what is going on with the bots? So... You know, he fires all of the head leadership, costing him $200 million in payout. And it's like, you know, Elon Musk, too, is trying to come and decide with the review board of who gets back on Twitter or whatever. It's like, who cares? It's like, you know, I'm going to pull this up right now and just see if it's true. Does the Taliban have a Twitter account? All right, if the Taliban has a Twitter account, okay, the two Taliban spokesmen... You know, they have a Twitter account. It's like, how is the fact that the the spokesman of Twitter on Taliban, all right, how can they have that? Hold on. Okay, I stand corrected. I can't seem to find any group on Twitter for the Taliban. So maybe I misspoke on that. But the point I'm trying to make is like, there's so many other stories about Elon Musk, and Elon Musk isn't going to do anything crazy. Like, the man bought a company for $44 billion along with... A multitude of investors. You think he's going to just do all this crazy stuff so Twitter can't turn a profit? It's like, I mean, he might, you know, he's going to change some things at the model, but it's like, what, what is, what is the biggest fear? Like, what is everyone so scared about Elon Musk? It's like, can we move on? There's other stories in the world right now, but in my opinion, it's like this classic thing where people want to, okay, so, here, I do have it. So it looks like this is Zawari, who's the official Twitter account of the spokesman of the Islamic Empire of Afghanistan. Okay. Has over 730,000. And he's posting pools 
doing stuff like this, but I think he does broadcast. I don't know if it's, um, yeah, it actually looks like it's, yeah, I mean, it's like literally, like, can you hear that? Like, this is Islamic stuff being posted. This is stuff within Afghanistan, the Taliban. I mean, things being posted on Twitter, no one cares about, right? I mean, because no one really talks about terrorism, Islamic terrorism like they used to, but they certainly want to talk about it in other things, right? So that's kind of what we're getting into. And it's in my closing thoughts. It's like, yeah, it's pretty incredible that Elon Musk has bought Twitter. And it's going to be interesting to see what happens in the next few years, not in the first week, you know, and everyone's talking about midterms. Look, I'm going to tell you about midterms is the with Elon Musk on Twitter or not, the red wave is going to happen. Like people are definitely going to vote differently this year. You can see it based on, the, I mean, if you have inflation and the price of gas going up, I mean, that's really what Americans care about more than anything is gas. And food, and if those prices are going up, it's going to be really hard to keep the people in office who are doing that. That's just simple math. That isn't like some type of trajectory of the political whatever. It's like that's 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 people being people, and it's like there's there's nothing you can do about that, you know. And with Elon Musk buying Twitter, it's like I don't know what's going to happen, but I do know that Twitter's going to work itself up to hopefully be able to turn a profit. You know, if it's if you know it's its profit margins are low, it's one of the lowest social media groups. More people look at Pinterest than Twitter, and I think what really is driving the media crazy is Twitter is the social media for the media. Much how LinkedIn is for professional groups. So, with the taking over of social media, there's going to be different indicators about you know how things work. It's not going to be necessarily potentially an echo chamber. Um, where people can be paused, taken off based upon Twitter policies. Um, I think we're gonna we're gonna see a more open social media apparatus, and if, if they want to purchase and, and build it up higher than most, good luck. But I mean, they got a long way to go before they get to the top. And for me, Twitter is so word heavy and content heavy. It is really something more for the media and more for. Um, famous people, well-known people to get information out quickly. It's like if you're following a story, you're going to go to Twitter first. You're not going to go to TikTok. You're not going to go to Instagram. You want to see what people are saying and taking pictures. So I think opening it up for crowdsourcing information might be more, but the current state is like they can talk to their blue in the face, but Elon Musk has other investors and he's not the only person in town when it comes to this Twitter purchase. And that's my two cents.